Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Earth's the right place for love. A boy is up in a birch tree at the close of American poet Robert Frost's birches. He learned all there was to learn about not launching out too soon and so not carrying the tree away clear to the ground. He always kept his poise to the top branches, climbing carefully with the same pains you use to fill a cup to the brim and even above the brim. Then he flung outward feet first with a swish, kicking his way down through the air to the ground. So was I once myself a swinger of birches, and so I dream of going back to be. It's when I'm weary of considerations and life is too much like a pathless wood where your face burns and tickles with the cobwebs broken across it, and one eye is weeping from a twig's having lashed across it open. I'd like to get away from earth a while and then come back to it and begin over. May no fate willfully misunderstand me and half grant what I wish and snatch me away not to return. Earth's the right place for love. I don't know where it's likely to go better. I'd like to go by climbing a birch tree and climb black branches up a snow-white trunk toward heaven till the tree could bear no more, but dipped its top and set me down again. That would be good, both going and coming back. One could do worse than be a swinger of birches. Earth's the right place for love. I don't know where it's likely to go better. Earth Day comes again this Friday, Good Friday, reminding us of the perils and blessings of living here on earth that are between weariness in the pathless wood and love that saves. Alice Walker promises Anything we love can be saved. Let's move together along that arc for a moment, feeling its bipolar gravitational pull. Wendell Berry's poem, The Peace of Wild Things. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be. I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water.
and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day-blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. Held in the beauty of the earth, all that we bear can become bearable. Many years ago, I sat for long hours at the bedside of my young parishioner, Patrick Grace, stoic and brokenhearted in his pitched but losing battle with AIDS, as he navigated between too much pain and too much morphine. Words discerned in prayer by 13th century mystic Mechtilda of Magdeburg came to me. You have the wings of longing. You know the pull of hope. You feel the flow of desire. So why not soar to the blissful heights where I await your love? Together, Patrick and I took leave of his little room on Commercial Street in Provincetown and flew in our imaginations to his beloved American Southwest, where I had never been. He walked me deep into the canyons and up into the blue, blue sky of Utah and Arizona, happy and free. He was a wonderful guide, exuberant and patient, and when evening came, we shook the red dust from our boots spread our tarp on the desert floor, unrolled our sleeping bags next to each other, and gazed up into the indigo bowl of stars. For weeks after Patrick died, my breath came in short, shallow gulps, my chest aching with grief. I flew to Albuquerque then and drove away in search of him. Or not him exactly, but of the gift he had left me, the peace of wild things. Patrick Grace's legacy is in the spectacular beauty of the remote desert wilderness Kem and I love so much. Red AIDS ribbons flutter from my backpack, my hiking poles, and my boots to remember and to rejoice. Earth's the right place for love. Anything we love can be saved. Unitarian Universalist minister Max Knapp writes, Often I have felt that I must praise my world, 
for what my eyes have seen these many years and what my heart has loved. And often I have tried to start my lines, Dear Earth. Dear Earth, I say, and then I pause to look once more. Soon I am bemused and far away in wonder. So I never get beyond dear earth. I never get beyond dear earth. Sister of St. Joseph and artist, Mary Southard writes, I had always sensed a real presence and kinship, but then I began to experience myself for the first time as earth, not separate from earth. What would it be like if we could really trust that we have the wisdom of 13.7 billion years of evolution within us? That we have these dynamics we can rely on, the creative energy, the fire that's been with us since the fireball. I continue to awaken to this glorious universe, she says, saturated with divinity, and see ever more clearly that we are essentially creative beings, engaged with the creator in the great work of our time. Now we are called to do what humans do best. Be amazed. Be filled with reverence. Contemplate, fall in love, be entranced by the wonder of the universe, the beauty of creation, its new revelation each day, and the divine presence within all. Sister Mary Southard concludes that we have to fall in love with the earth because we'll protect what we love. This past Tuesday evening at the Arlington Street Zen Center, and as we gathered for meditation, our own astronomer, Doc Kinney, reminded us that exactly 50 years earlier, on April 12, 1961, Soviet cosmonaut Jerzy Gagarin was making history as the first human being to journey into outer space. That night, for the first time, a human being saw Earth from space. Scientist James Lovelock wrote, the apologists for space science always seem overimpressed by engineering trivia and make far too much of nonstick frying pans and perfect ball bearings. But the outstanding spin-off from space research is not new technology. The real bonus has been that for the first time in human history, we have the chance to look at Earth from space. Our azure green planet in all its beauty, giving rise to a whole new set of questions and answers.
1968, the Apollo 8 astronauts sent a holiday gift from their orbit around the moon 230,000 miles away on Christmas Day. On the front page of the New York Times, poet Archibald McLeish reflected on those first images of Earthrise. He wrote, to see the Earth as it truly is, small and blue and beautiful in the eternal silence where it floats, is to see ourselves as riders on the Earth together. Astronauts understand this at a cellular level. Edgar Mitchell, sixth person to walk on the moon, said, suddenly from behind the rim of the moon, in long, slow-motion moments of immense majesty, there emerges a sparkling blue and white jewel, a light, delicate, sky-blue sphere laced with pearl, slowly swirling veils of white, rising gradually in a thick sea of black mystery. It takes more than a moment to fully realize that this is Earth, home. And Alan Shepard, first American in space and fifth person to walk on the moon, said, if somebody'd said before the flight, are you going to get carried away looking at the Earth from the moon? I would have said, no, no way. But standing on the moon, when I first looked back at the Earth, I cried. I close with a fragment from Denise Levertov's poem, Beginners. But we have only begun to love the earth. We have only begun to imagine the fullness of life. How could we tire of hope? So much is in bud. How can desire fail? We have only begun to imagine justice and mercy, only begun to envision how it might be to live as siblings with beast and flower, not as oppressors. We have only begun to know the power that is in us if we would join our solitudes in the communion of struggle. So much is unfolding that must complete its gesture. So much is in bud. Beloved spiritual companions, Earth's the right place for love. Anything we love can be saved. May we come into the peace of wild things. May we never get beyond dear earth. Not separate, amazed, 
in tears, in love, unfolding. Amen.